This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Mart Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Bring in the new year with Rubik's Groove, your outside-of-the-box, totally 80s, 90s, and aughts dance party band. Go to themulehouse.com for more information and tickets. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Mike Huguenin, oh yes. Bino Jeff Henderson, oh yes. Tennessee window shopping, oh yes. Window shopping perhaps at the bargain bin, oh yes. Midnight sadness tomorrow night, oh yes. A full weekend of football, oh yes. NFL and college converging, oh yes. A bunch of bowl games that you really don't care about yet you're going to watch. Oh, yes. Get a life. Oh, yes. I'm trying to have portal mania, Bino. Portal mania is not paying off so far for me, but I'm trying. I'm trying over here. I'm trying, Bino. Yeah, it hadn't been mania yet, Tony. Just been uh, just been portal, but uh, hopefully... Uh... Hopefully, mania is right around the corner for the Tennessee Volunteers. I'm going to call it Portalamia. <laughs> Day 10. How many times we don't have has... quite as many needs as we thought going in. How many times, though, have the balls like, started real slow in recruiting and then back when it was under the old deal where they would go oh, yeah. strong in the last week? So, oh, yeah. They remember what you do in February. I don't have too much concern yet. I'm a, a tad bit concerned that someone hasn't pulled the trigger with the guys that we've been uh, bringing in, that someone hasn't just said, yeah, this is it. Uh, but other than that, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have many concerns yet. I'm a little concerned when I see them getting involved with this uh, defensive line. I mean, he might be turned to be the best player in the world, and maybe this is fair or unfair, but this kid they had in yesterday – I mean, his his offer list is awful. What, are you trying to get a guy that, like, one double-A football teams want? No offense. Anyway. And Portal Dave kind of editorialized today, which I thought was interesting. But we got a lot to get to. Um, and I'm trying to keep a stiff upper lip on the transfer portal and not let it get to me and... Not let it get the Beano, and you know I'm trying to keep Beano in the ship here, as you can hear, and it's going to be very difficult because he's he's prone toward negativity. Are you boys excited for the college football slash NFL football weekend? Are you boys pumped for it? Yeah, um, totally. Glad there's some college football this weekend. Tony. Yep. How much of it are you going to watch, Beano? Uh, I am. Uh, I'll watch. Uh, a portion of the early games on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then the night games. I'm at, I'm going to a high school basketball classic uh, Saturday afternoon and early evening. But nice, uh, you going to the Arby's I'll Classic? Going to uh, 
the five star uh, portion that's played at Oak Ridge High School. Whoa, five star. Now, how, and now, how do you give it a designation? Did Alex Myers give it that designation, or no? I believe that's Jesse Smithy's group. Oh, okay. I, I see. I see. Being played at uh, Hardin Valley, Alcoa, and Oak Ridge. Boom. Eight six Starts, five. Uh, this afternoon, I believe, or nice. this evening. Nice. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. By the way, Cadoos are in order to all the graduates. Uh, there are a bunch of folks graduating today over at the University of Tennessee, and Cadoos to the graduates. So. Just want to get that in there. If you are or know of a graduate, congratulations to you. And now you got to live in this mess with the rest of us. No, I'm just kidding you. But um, congratulations to you and uh, on your accomplishment. Great to count you among the V to the F to the L's. 865 if you want to join. Hugan and coming up here momentarily. Do you guys want to take a couple calls before we get to Hugie? You want to do that? You want to break uh you want to break some break from Kfabe like we usually do? Or do you have anything, Bino, you want to get to? You have anything you want to get off your mind today? Perhaps about Jimmy Haslam under investigation again by the feds after um Warren Buffett called him out for trying to offer some sweeteners internally. One thing about Jimmy Haslam, he does not comport himself like he's above the law. That's a that's a law-abiding man right there, you can say about him. I have some uh, commentary on the schedule, Tony, but... Uh, Go ahead, Bino. come later in the show. We Hit can, it. Uh, I want to hear, hear what you think about the schedule. Hit it. Well, I thought uh, two things you guys brought up on the post-reveal show... Uh, that I'm totally on board with. One is, I think you're exactly right that uh, uh, Oklahoma uh, jumps out at me. It's the key game on the schedule. Uh, you know, for years, uh, the game that appears on Tennessee's schedule at that point in the season uh, has proved to be a harbinger of, of what's to come, whether it was Auburn in the 70s and 80s or Florida in the 90s and beyond. So, uh it's a good team at a spot where you find out a little bit about what you got. So I think you're exactly right. I also agree with uh, Matt and Ewad when they talked about the placement of our bye games. I don't think they could have come at better times than after Oklahoma and after Alabama. Both of those are huge games, physical games, emotional games. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's a, I don't know if that's the perfect amount of games to play before you have a bye. But they couldn't have picked better opponents to put them after. Um, I guess the other things that jumped out to me were uh, Florida being moved down the schedule. It's decades too late, uh, but uh, still, I think a good thing for them to move down. And then the uh, the four straight home games <clears throat> uh, in what's typically the best football weather that we have here from mid October to mid November. Uh, we're going to be in in Neyland Stadium, and when you look at that, I mean Tennessee won't have to tr- they won't have to travel uh, from the time that they leave uh, to go to Fayetteville on October fourth until they leave to go to Athens on November the fifteenth. Uh, 
that's a pretty good stretch to get to stay right there uh, in the friendly confines. Um, if NC State was played uh, on either's home field and uh, UTEP was moved up earlier in the year, I would think it would be just about a perfect schedule. I agree with that. Brian, did you see the news on Joe Lee yesterday? He's heading to NC State. And he thought yeah, he had a he thought he had a deal with Tennessee, as he said on Twitter. So he'll come into that Tennessee a, game uh, highly motivated in week two against our new linebacking core and our new secondary. Be kind of a the, handful. Uh, the portal thing, though, before when that game was still on the schedule and before they all this movement became around, they didn't have Bryson. They didn't have the McCall kid. They yep. didn't have Jolie, and now they've got two playmakers back there. Yes, sir. That make that game much more difficult than what we thought it would be. Well, there we had so, a, a guy on yesterday, Bino from On Three, who says they have designs on making the playoffs this year out of a weak league next year. He said their toughest game on their schedule is Clemson. Well, they had a really good close to this year, Tony. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I expect that to be a huge challenge uh, in Charlotte next year. The most beautiful thing about this transfer portal is that even though we have no idea who this jolly guy is, we call him Joe Lee, but this jolly guy from uh, 1L from Connecticut, you have a history with players even though they've never played for you. Because these guys you flirt with and throw back, invariably you're going to play. These guys that you miss out on, invariably you're going to play. These guys that you choose one guy over another, invariably you're going to play. People that you wanted to see your team get involved with, invariably you're going to play. And uh, and it just it, it develops some more storylines. Like, who's this jolly guy? I don't know. But it's a storyline that he's playing the Vols now. He's like a near Vol. But let's go to the phones. Mike Huguenin will join us here momentarily. But let's, uh, I told you we'd get some phone calls in, so let's do that. Hello and welcome in on a Friday. Hi, you're on the air. Try this one more time. Hello, welcome in. You're on the air. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Doing great. Thank you for calling. Um, I've got a few questions here. I've, uh, should we be in panic mode over this, in, over this, uh, portal news or a, even the, uh, recruitment, uh, I know we've got to be collective. <clears throat> We're supposed to yeah. be really strong in that aspect, but all these guys keep coming out of Georgia and, and uh, other places, and Ole Miss seems to be like, you know, mopping up right now. Are we laying in the weeds and going to blast it all here at the end and surprise everybody, or are we getting left behind in the dust? And maybe is this all this money that we supposedly have for these athletes, is it getting? Um, I mean, is it getting divvied out in the right spot? I mean, we're gonna find out. How do we how, how do we know that it's actually going to the athletes? I mean, they're raising all this money. What if it's what if it's what if the coaches or others are are using this and, and the athletes ain't getting it like they're supposed to be getting? It? Well, I don't think that's the case. I, I think the guys over there at Spire are going to handle the money properly. I think those are reputable people. But your question is, are you going to allocate it properly? Tennessee has chosen. In, in small part to this point. Now, maybe it was by design or maybe it's just the way it's worked out thus far, but the ones we know about are the ones that are staying in the boat, and they've let some veteran players like a Tyler Barron go. You are right about Ole Miss. Bino said earlier, look, Ole Miss has a lot more needs than Tennessee does, and programs like that are going to live in the portal from year to year for sustenance. Tennessee's living in the portal to or getting into the portal to try and make a pretty good team better. 
And so we'll see if they're able to do that. I will say to you, the kid that was in yesterday, who they're telling me, yeah, he's a take internally, if they take a guy that has that offer list, I'm a little concerned about that. Now, if you take him as a sort of a backup piece or whatever, that's fine. If you're going to plug that guy in for an accomplished football player like Tyler Barron, I don't know. Does that make your team better? Maybe he's a world beater who's way under the radar, and, you know, I don't know. Um, as far as uh, their activity in the portal, I think they're a lot more active than we think they are. But the guys that we know of so far, it's been a pretty underwhelming, like, like uh, Portal Dave said. You know, they're just not shopping in the same spots that some of the teams at the top of college football are in terms of when you look at who Tennessee's involved with so far. They're just not. And uh, and it's kind of interesting. We'll see. Because I don't think they're showing all their cards. Look, to the recruiting services, they don't have to show all their cards like they do in prep football because they don't need those people. They don't need the recruiting experts uh, because they're talking to people who are experienced, who they can contact on their own whims. They There's no rules about that right now. And so they have a window to get this done. And I say let's sit back and see what happens. And if in early January, if this thing's a thud, then we can get critical then. I, I think it would be fair to get. But it's it's fair right now to say there are red flags up. I think it's fair to bring that up as well. Okay. What <clears throat> what about uh, any news? I mean, is, is May's def- a definite comeback? No, nah, we don't know. I mean, I think I think it's leaning that way, uh, that he's going to come back. I, I But we haven't heard definitively 100% on him. And what about like Haddon and Brew McCoy? Do we know anything? Haddon is trying to get another year um, as far as his social media account. Brew McCoy, I just don't think he's an NFL football player fully healthy. Uh, so I would expect him back next year. Now, what will his health situation be? I don't know. Uh, I would expect to see Brew McCoy here next year. And and, and you you expect our offense to be more similar to what we've seen in 2022 with no not unless you add some wide receivers no i don't nope i I honestly feel like what i've seen from him he's definitely got better pocket awareness and he's going to be a bigger threat with his feet and make better decisions than joe milton i hate to say that about milton i mean yeah i I appreciate what he's done and stuck it out for the university but i feel like you're kind of hands are kind of tied and handicapped with him back there and I don't think there's any doubt about what, that. What if, you know, I always hear this, you know, everybody talk about, well, we would have lost anyway at Florida with Nico, but Nico wouldn't have stood back there and took some of the things that, that Milton did at, at Florida. So who's to say that he don't make some scrambles and, and gets out of the pocket and we beat Florida this past year? I mean, I know that's yeah. that's water under the bridge, but I'm just uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him and, uh, you know, maybe – Maybe what we've got, you know, we've got we've got the meat laid out on the table, and we just need a few, like you say, we just need a few add-ons here instead of a instead of the whole deal, you know. Yeah, that's right. Especially that's right. So and I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Every, hopefully, everything will go good, and we just ain't caught with our pants down. Like Thank you, that. brother. Nobody wants to get caught with their pants down, and it's easy to look at these teams that are adding all these players. Well, where are you? And I'm a little like that, okay. But at the same time, you don't have all the needs that Mississippi has. You just don't. Now. You get a break because a bunch of your offensive linemen are coming back, and that's wonderful. As far as next season goes and is the offense going to be better or worse, here's the thing. 
you got a pretty inexperienced quarterback. You have to you're going to have to walk crawl before you can walk and then before you can run. You also right now don't have difference makers at wide receiver and you need to add difference makers at wide receiver. At least one. Bino thoughts. Uh if Brew McCoy comes back, Tony, I'll be real comfortable if we get one pretty solid receiver out of the portal. Uh, because I think Squirrel White will be much better uh, with uh, with Nico uh, than he was with Joe Milton. Uh, and I think Thornton was beginning to show that outside he was going to be a more uh, a more productive receiver than he was when they were playing him in the slot. Uh, Brew coming back would be huge in my opinion. Brew McCoy, if you're listening, the best part of waking up, brother will be us hearing that you're in our cup as we continue after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Greetings, it's Rick from Tillis Jewelry. With Christmas just around the corner, we are here to make your gift giving a breeze. Starting December 4th, we are extending our store hours to better serve you. Find us open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Whether you're after something timeless or trendy, Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia is your holiday gift giving headquarters. Make this season extra special by visiting us during our extended hours. Tillis Jewelry, where holiday magic happens. See you soon. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Elevate your day at Old School Vapor. Check out our selection of disposables like Kato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary, Breeze, and more. Enjoy 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase and 20% off everything else. With every $20 Club 13 purchase, snag a chance to win a Rad Runner e-bike. And for Exodus lovers, every purchase gets you a ticket to win an Xbox Series S. Check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Boom! As we welcome you back on a Friday. And I say this, I fire it up, I focus it, I prepare it. Congratulations to all the graduates on the TLD Logistics Hotline. Now joining us, he's our Friday date. And I I wouldn't want to take anybody else out on a Friday, uh, on my Friday then the great Mike Hugan and Hugie, how you doing, my friend? Doing, uh, doing well. Um, obviously, the bowl season starts uh-huh. tomorrow, but you know there's six games tomorrow. Mm-hmm. and I'm not even like for any of them. What? Yeah. You're not? I was just asking my compadres here. Bino Jeff Henderson said you would give the card an A minus. No, it's, it's it's too many too many key players aren't playing. Mm. Um, you know, Miami Ohio is playing tomorrow. Their quarterbacks in the portal. Yep. App State's playing tomorrow. Their 
their star running backs in the portal. Yep. Boise State's playing tomorrow. Their quarterbacks in the portal. Yep. Um, there's this uh, Ohio U's playing tomorrow. Their quarterbacks in the portal. Yep. He's already decided he's going to Indiana. UCLA's so, defensive coordinator's gone. Yeah, They're his, playing his tomorrow. Like USC. like, yeah, and you know, and UCLA's yeah. best best defender's not playing. So um, the opt outs and the portal thing. You I, I, the portal. The timing of the transfer portal is horrendous. I mean, you know, Malik, the athletic, wrote a nice piece on Malik Murphy. Yep. He is the backup quarterback, yep. but he also realizes that long term, he doesn't need to be at Texas. So you're, here's a kid on a team that's potentially playing for the national title. Yes. Um, he wants to stay, I think, but he also wants to pick his new school and be enrolled. How sad for is the that? Spring semester, so How he can sad. go through spring practice. Bino, can you imagine that? Let's let's park there for a second, Hughie. Bino, can you imagine in college football they the courts have drugged them into this, okay? But they have a system now where a guy is on a playoff, and this is not going to be the first next year. Kids on playoff teams are going to have to opt out so they can find their new spot unless they move this window. This is so foolish, Bino Jeff Henderson. It's so dumb. Uh, yeah, I, I can't understand it. Can't understand why anyone can't see. Uh, that this needs to be moved. Uh, yeah, Mike, when you, uh, I, I guess I'm caught off guard by the number of guys opting out, uh, from like uh, Mac level football. Uh, right. uh, I, I guess I didn't think it, of it in that terms at the time, uh, but I guess it doesn't matter what level you're at, like Ohio with a big list of opt outs. Mm-hmm. I, I would have never thought I would see that. No, and, the, and the, yeah, the starting quarterbacks leaving. I mean, he, he's a talented player going to the Big Ten school. And I'll be honest, I thought he could do better than Indiana, but that's fine. But yeah, I mean, and you, it's hard to get mad at the player because you know, it's, I, I doubt very seriously he's making any kind of legitimate NIL money at Ohio U. He can make some at Indiana, play against better opponents. Uh, his brothers in the NFL. Um, it's, you know, and the App State running back, I think he's rushed for a thousand yards three times. He's in the portal. The Miami of Ohio quarterback. Yeah, I think I mentioned last week, Miami of Ohio played Toledo for the MAC title on the Saturday, December 5th. On Monday, December 7th, the starting quarterbacks for both those schools entered the portal. And you want to be at your new school to go through spring practice, yep. so you have to enroll for the Usually, you have to enroll by a certain time to be eligible for classes, which makes you eligible for spring practice. So the the idea that, that the early signing period starts next Wednesday, I think that is going to be changed. I don't know how you can change the transfer portal calendar unless you let kids enter at any time, but coaches don't want that either. So... Um, you know, coaches are complaining about the portal calendar. Well, part of it's their own fault because, again, they, they want, they're the ones that wanted the window. And the window cannot be after the season's over, after the bowl's over, because classes start at a lot of schools in the first week of January. The Malik so Murphy it, thing is really it sad, is a though. gigantic, yeah. gigantic mess. And I'll, I'll be oh. honest. If, if I'm, for instance, if I'm uh, Kansas's coach, yep. If I'm Lance Leopold, I'm playing in the guaranteed rate bowl on December 26th against Vegas, UNLV. I don't care about the bowl game. I'm worried about the portal, and I'm worried about early signing period, and the bowl game comes third. And that's where we are. 
Yes. And, and so we have a system where a guy like you who's a and – and the audience knows you. You're a degenerate's degenerate, and I mean that with all due respect to you, sir. But, like, I'm looking at uh, – like, I was talking to my, my guy, Mr. C, last night. He really keeps up with this stuff. And he was trying to help me with my dance card this weekend, you know. And I'm over at Zen Sports, and I was like, hey, man, they've got Duke plus six and a half. He said, Tony, first of all, Troy's got a really nice program. Secondly, Duke's going to be coached by Trooper Taylor, who's going to bring the G-Gun back from the, from the, uh, to the Tennessee fans, a little shout-out. Brian, who was the G and the G-Gun? We were trying to think of this last night. Do you remember who the G and the G-Gun was, that Brian? That Gerald Jones. Brian, you really need a couple days off, uh, as the old saying goes. But that's a good example. You know, they don't have a quarterback. They're plus six and a half. Um, Troy is probably motivated. I'm, I'm talking about Duke after Duke's really nice season. And Duke's fan base probably gets to see them get eaten alive tomorrow by Troy in that, a ball that, game, that, Hughie. That stinks. Troy doesn't have a coach either. They don't have a coach either. That's exactly right. Their coach is uh, off to Greener Pat at Arkansas, yeah. right? Yeah. No, Tulane. John Summerall. I'm sorry, Tulane. Tulane. So, it all runs together. And you're right. I mean, if you're Troy, you you won the Sun Belt, and your coach leaves, and I think there's one or two guys who aren't playing for Troy. There's a couple guys that have entered the portal. Dukes without a quarterback and a coach. Uh, and I think they had five or six guys enter the portal already. So, it's on paper, Duke Troy. Hey, that sounds pretty good. Then you realize who's actually playing and who they're going to be coached by, and you're like, "That's that's a game I wouldn't even watch in game in week three. I'm not watching a bowl game where it's not the same team anymore." And wow. that's the issue, I think. But the the thing with Texas is that they're playing for a national title, Sad. and yet it's not going to be the same. Sad. And that's that's just weird. But again, if you're Malik Murphy. You have to look at what's, what's, you know, I don't know if Malik Murphy's playing pro ball, so he needs to make sure that he makes as much money as he can before he gets to the NFL, or if he gets to the NFL. So I don't begrudge Malik Murphy's decision, but it is bizarre. Um, you know, I was at On3 last year, and Ivan Mazel wrote a story and talking to some people. He, the folks he talked to thought that even in the 12-team playoff system, you're going to have opt-outs. Because if you're the if you're a guy on the twelfth seed and you're a potential first round pick, do you play? And especially the idea about guys who are going to be entering wow. the portal off the number twelve team, and there's, you know there's going to be wow. guys that enter the portal, so it's going to be a mess, and it's not going to get cleaned up anytime soon. You know what's that going to say to the living fan when somebody on the in a 12-team playoff on a playoff team opts out, Bino. I, I think fans can understand playoff, uh, the uh, bowl games, because I think we've all arrived to the fact that these are borderline exhibition games at this point. But, Bino, what are fa- how are fans going to deal with that emotionally when a guy walks away from a playoff team? Yeah, fans aren't going to deal with it at all, Tony, at all. <laughs> it's uh, I, I know it will... I know it will anger me yes. uh, if it happens, and I think it will even anger younger fans who understand this a little better or a lot better than I do. Mike, I've been thinking about something. Uh, this this 12-team playoff, and I'm glad it's coming, uh, but I, I think it's going to make the coaching profession even more volatile than oh, it yeah. already is. Uh, you think about if, if you were – if you had a team that finished – 
uh, right on the cusp of the playoffs, generally your fan base would look at that season and say, hey, you know what, that's a pretty good season. Uh, um, but now I think they're going to look at it as, man, if we're just one game away, and administrations too, we're just one game from being in that playoff. We need to find the guy that can win us that one more game. Yeah, and I think it's especially, oh, you know, I'm, I'm an SEC alum. I think it's going to be the nth degree in the SEC. Um, if you go nine and three instead of ten and two, two years in a row, why can't our coach win the game that gets us into a twelve-team playoff? My God, it's twelve teams. Are you telling me we're not one of the twelve best programs? So I think, especially in the SEC, and maybe to an extent in the Big Ten with a handful of schools, but I think everybody looks at the SEC fervor for football. And outside of Vanderbilt, you know, if you're South Carolina, if you're Arkansas, you're going to have, again, South Carolina and Arkansas, their fans are picked as it is. So it's going to be extremely difficult, I think, in the SEC for any coach to come in and say, it's going to take me at least three years to get this going. Then, no, you get a year. And I think Napier is a perfect example of that. There is a very vocal minority of the Florida fan base that wanted him fired at the end of season two. Very Think bold. about this for a second. If you make the playoffs like three years in a row and, and lose the first game three years in a row, that fan base is going to be very ticked. Again, I think at the schools that think of themselves as we're better than everybody else, you're right. You see it happen sometimes in the NCAA tournament. It's not enough to get there. Big deal, we get there every year. We're a seven seed, and we lose in the first weekend every single time we've been there under this guy. we got to get rid of him. And I think the same principle will come, especially, again, at certain schools in the, in the, in the new Big Ten, I would argue a majority of the schools in the new-look SEC, you know, just getting to the playoff and we're Oklahoma, big deal. Just getting to the playoff and we're Tennessee, big deal. Florida, Texas A&M, LSU, Alabama and Georgia, obviously. But I think you are going to have a lot of pressure on a lot of coaches in a vastly different manner, even though the playoff has expanded. Biggie, we're, I'm getting ready to do a podcast with my boy C on this. Uh, we're going we're going to debut a new podcast called BNC. But I, but I want to throw something at you annually out of this league because when you start looking at that 12 team playoff, to the fan they're going, oh, it's 12 teams. But it's not. It's actually not 12 teams. A group of five gets one that knocks it down to 11. Then you've got the Notre Dame factor. Most years they're probably going to be pretty. They're going to be good enough that it's a TV show and. You know, you kind of have to account for them. So most years it's going to be 10 if if their coach is doing their job. And then you start looking at, well, the ACC, help me out here. The eight, We're not going to have a deal like this year where Florida State will get left behind in that 12-team right, deal. Right. They're all tied into that. So how many spots are we actually talking about? Well, I think they're talking about a five, uh, a five automatic bid. Okay. The five highest-ranked conference champs, which might, in, which potentially could include a group of five, but it mean it's going to be interesting. But yeah, I think you're. I mean, a, a, a Big Twelve team's getting in. Uh, an ACC team is getting in every year. Excellent point about Notre Dame. If they're ten two or nine and three, ten and two, they're in. But it's a lock. And then the group of five. So you're looking for. You take the. It's six teams. 
maybe maybe five. So five, five left. That's what we were doing. Places. That's the number yeah. of at-larges. So we were doing the math. So if you get to five, right? And Beanstar, you jump in here, and you and Brian. I mean, I want to, I want us to think about this on the front end because this is called fan expectation. What are expectations? Blah blah. If it's five, which it's going to be most years, five. I mean, the way they've got this thing set up now, it's not twelve. It looks like twelve on its face, but I'm talking about all politics are local. I'm speaking to mostly Tennessee fans, but a lot of SEC fans. If you're not and out of that five, you've got to account for Alabama or Georgia most years right now. That's just and the way Ohio this State, is. Michigan. And now we're down to four. And if you account for Michigan and Ohio State, now you're down to three. Split among those two leagues. All of a sudden, it becomes a lot harder. Pino, isn't that an interesting thought? Like, I'm not here to bring anybody down. No, but, but no, let me. But it's let me, the I, truth. I, I, I don't want to take. Let me talk. Go ahead. Point, it, it's amazing to me the number of fan bases. Well, four ten and two, we're, we're getting in the we're getting in the playoff. Well, everybody is thinking that. Even schools in the Big Twelve and ACC are thinking that. So that's that's where I think the SEC is being short sighted by not having nine conference games because you can't. And, and the Big Ten is nine and three in the SEC. To me, would trump ten and two in the ACC or Big Twelve. But I also think that the the SEC is not making a smart decision if they stay at eight conference games. But I, I yeah, my, your your point, and I'd like to hear from Bino too. The ten and two, it's a number. It's amazing. Well, for ten and two, we're getting in. I, every fan base thinks that, and that's not going to happen. Well, I, I think you're right, Mike, and along the lines of what Tony's talking about, I think most years in this playoff, the way that it's set up right now, right, it's set up right now, you're probably going to have three automatic entries that are from outside the top ten, so you're going to have to be a top ten football team yeah. to make it otherwise. Yeah. A top ten team. That's, yeah. And that's, I mean, we don't want to hear that. I'm not here to kill anybody's joy. I'm not here to tell anybody how to think. I'm not here to, but we were looking at it, and it's because you have to account for the top teams in these leagues. Like, if you think that us and Alabama are going to have similar records, similar profiles at the end of the year, and Alabama's not going to get into a playoff, you're out of your mind. Or you're sitting there in Penn State, like the Penn State fan. I'd say it's the Penn State fan. You're sitting there with a similar profile to a Michigan or an Ohio State at the end of the year. They're taking you. In a lot of ways, a Tennessee and a Penn State are in a similar spot in their respective leagues and respective pecking orders. And Bino's got a great point. I mean, if you want to guarantee being there, you better be like five or six in America in those polls, seven or eight or something like that. For instance, this year, it's a, It was a foregone conclusion that Ole Miss was a playoff team. I don't know about that, uh, Mike right. Kukinen. I don't know about that. Right. Well, they are. They were. They're eleventh in the. They were eleventh in the final rankings. But we know the the top ranked group of five was twenty third. So they, they that would push Oklahoma out. Um, but would Oklahoma would Oak? But would it push? The the, the committee is going to have. It's going to be difficult to rank the top 15, just like it was difficult to rank the top five. Because I'm not convinced, because Oklahoma had a legitimately high-level win, higher than any, better than any win Ole Miss had. 
Ole Miss's best win was LSU. Oklahoma's best win was Texas. Texas is in the playoff. So when it comes down to it, would Oklahoma have been the team left out? Or would Ole Miss? Or would Penn State? Penn State went 10-2. and two. What's their best win? Iowa. So that's where I think the conference affiliation comes in. And, again, if you're, if you're Ole Miss and they're sitting there at 10-2 and two, and Oklahoma's at 10-2, and two, Oklahoma played, well, that's a bad, okay, let's, let's say there's an, let's say it's, let's say Oklahoma's called TCU this year. TCU has nine conference games, Ole Miss has eight. Uh, TCU has a win over a team that's in the playoff. I'm not, and, and Ole Miss has four non-conference wins. I think that's where the SEC is in some danger because it's not, it's not apples to apples, I get that. But I still think certain apples are valued more than other apples, and a win over an FCS school is not the same as a win over a conference opponent. I don't care if the conference opponent goes two and ten. It's pretty it's interesting. Like, yeah, it's it's like um, you know all of these all of these publications that project have been projecting next year's playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a caller named W. Lynn that we gave the bums rush when he talked about this, but it's true. Mm-hmm. If this were truly next year, you would have a Big 12 winner in that, which would have been Arizona, that would have knocked another one of these teams that we're talking true. about. Very true. I guess my caution for anybody listening is that's put, putting your school in the 12-team in the playoff it's really five spots. Because if Notre Dame's good right, enough, five it's five right. spots. And Notre Dame is is the wild card every year because you're right. I cannot fathom a 10-2 and two Notre Dame team ever being left out. Ever. 9-3, and three, maybe. And you know... But it depends on who those three losses. I mean, if they if they lose to Ohio, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, and USC, and all three of those teams are in the playoff, well, that's... And, and they beat... I don't know. There's a lot of things that... At play here, but you're right. It's not. Oh, I think the assumption is 12 teams. It'll be so much easier to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's never going to be easy to make it. Mm, not for us, it isn't. Not for us. Well, I, you know, you mentioned Alabama before. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of things change when Saban retires. I don't think there's been a more anticipated retirement of any guy in any sport in my lifetime. I mean, of, of any coach in any sport in my lifetime. Because I think the, there's a, there is a segment of the population that says, yes, Alabama is awesome, but you know something? When it, between Bryant and Saban, there were some garbage Alabama teams. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Alabama when, or if, hell, Saban may coach still he's 90, who knows? But it, it will be interesting to see what, what Alabama becomes uh, after, um, after Saban, just like It'll be interesting to see what happens with Michigan if Harbaugh leaves. I would personally like to go down to Alabama and help him pack. Yes, I think I think every coach in the country, to an extent, would like to, would like to help. Yeah, Hughie Bear on the way out. It's been much uplifting today. Is that train wrecky thing at Florida really as train wrecky as it looks, or are they going to add respect, some guys? Yeah, again, the, the, the you know I, I went to Florida. You know that. There's a lot of nouveau riche Florida fans who think Florida didn't play football before 1990. Um, and when you, when you think about it, they never won an SEC title until Spurrier got there. Well, they won one, but it was taken away because they cheated. Then you had the Meyer years. Uh, and ever since Meyer left, each coach has had one good year and then ultimately gotten fired. 
Um, Napier hasn't had a good year yet. There's a thought that next year's, I don't know if you've seen next year's schedule for Florida. Oh. Oh, my. It's, I paused for a moment of silence, man, when I look at it for those people. Back-to-back in November. Oh. LSU, Ole Miss, and FSU are the other teams in November. Oh. So it's, it's, it's brutal. They also play Miami. They play UCF. Oh. So there's a thought that Florida could know by the end of September if, if, if they're going to fire Napier. The question is, does, does the AD get to make the hire since he's also the guy um, that hired Mullen? So and there's a lot of questions about the basketball coaching hire as well. So there's a, there is a lot of um, – let's just put it this way. Florida is a boulder rolling down the hill. And there's a plate glass window at the bottom. Is something going to stop the boulder from going through the plate glass window? Hughie, on the way out, give me a final thought. You've been a gentleman and a scholar today. The FCS semifinals tonight and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the, you look at the teams in it, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, Montana. Okay, those are teams that are Albany. It's the fourth one. And you're like, what? Albany? Mm-hmm. But Albany's there. So um, it, it's, it's certainly an interesting uh, quartet of teams, but um, I've you know I've, I've watched some of the games last weekend that were on TV. Um, but yeah, North Dakota State is the Alabama of the FCS ranks, and South Dakota State is sort of the Georgia of the FCS ranks. And then you got Montana, which has been a great program for thirty years, and then you have Albany. And it's hard for me to imagine that a team made up of a lot of guys from the Northeast has any kind of shot, but we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I was I I had your guy on. You told us about a couple days ago. Who's, Sam Herger? He's so great. Yeah. And, and Sam, Sam said the funny thing about that Albany bunch is they play like a bunch of New York kids when they're on the – he said they talk trash. Uh, they kind of have turned people off a little bit because they don't care. They'll like get up and celebrate on people. He said. They, he said they didn't get the memo. The kids from Albany did not get the memo uh, to get to the national semifinal. But Mike Huguenin, much appreciation to you. Thanks, buddy. All right, talk to you next week. Thanks. Great, Mike Huguenin. One more time. But, you know, I'm not trying to kill Joy. Okay, on the playoff deal. But man, when you start doing that math, it's just not a 12-team playoff. It's just not. No, uh, it's there's as we said, Tony. They're at least, in most years, they're going to be at two at least two spots where it doesn't compute to top 12 teams in America. Yep. At least two spots. And, and why? Why do that? Why are they letting the group of five have one of our spots? It's going to make it a lot harder for a Tennessee to qualify for that because we have to pretend – and we are pretending, that's that's all this is, is politically correct pretending that we're going to appease these people who are not playing the same sport. They are not playing the same sport. Well, not, not only that, Tony, but you've gone from a Power 5 system to really a Power 2 system. Uh, and you're using a playoff format... That was developed for Power Five. When you well, say Power Two, what do you mean by that, Bino? There, there are only two power conferences left. Oh, now, I see. So, say the Big Ten. So why, why would left. you weight the Big Twelve and the ACC the same? That is a, gr- you know, I hadn't even considered that. 
That's a great point. And you don't have a Pac-12 anymore. They're, they're, yeah, you, you're, you're allowing five automatic spots when there are only two conferences that deserve that. Good, but when you sort of went to where you got to include a group of five in the New Year's Six Bowl games, you sort of had to do this with the playoff. And you, you're going to see Liberty play Oregon, and that could be ugly. Or it might that's not what be. Left, that's what one playoff game might be. Yeah, or, or, or you know, in this, in this bowl season, how into it's Oregon going to be? But you're right from the standpoint. From the perspective of if Liberty steps on the field against somebody, and I love Jamie, but I mean, if and if he were, if he were, um, what's the term here? Um, if he were here and not on the air, he would tell you we don't belong in that deal. You know, with with apologies, Steve Watt and the, and the power and the group of five. Um, it, this isn't the NCAA basketball tournament. Those Power Five strong football teams are going to beat the daylights out of the group of five. The best Power Five teams are going to beat the daylights out of the best group of five team 99 out of 100 times. Bino woke up this morning, poured himself a strong cup of whatever he poured himself, and I mean he's bringing it because he's speaking the truth. We're going to come back. We'll get some calls in. 865. I'll tell you what. Let's get some calls in. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome in on a Friday. How are you doing, Tony? There he is. I'll tell you, Tony, the way I see it, these transfer portals and Mm. these realignments, from my perspective, they're not helping college football. They're hurting it more than they're helping it. Sports never been more popular on television. So apparently people like the fact that there's always news about it. But I, I it's going it's make it's made it a very hard to follow sport. And this bowl season is a great example of that because I'm locked in a competitive game where I've built up a commanding advantage against Bino and all my cohorts that you hear on here. I've ripped these people pillar to post this year. And I'm going to give it all back during a bowl season that literally it's like betting on raindrops. Well, it's like what's going on in college back, college basketball. Some of these prospects here, it's one done. One and done. They play one year, they play one year and then they up to the NBA. And several of them are not even ready for the NBA, homie. Oh, belly, 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 belly. It's there goes Bill. Incredible call by Bill. Bill's wandered Thank into you, Bill. the den. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh oh, we just went over the top. We went from Bill to over the top. <laughs> hey, guess what, Tony? I just put in the oven. You did what? What I'm just put in the oven. Would you, oh, Bino, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Bino, let's guess what she just put in the oven. What do you think, okay. Beanstar? Beanstar? Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's play I the got... game here. Yeah. A ham, Peggy. A ham. Bino says a ham. Brian, what she just put in the oven? 
No ham. All right, Brian, what do you got? I'll say uh, some kind of casserole. That's good. A casserole. How about hash brownies? <laughs> Stop it. I saw, I was thinking a, I was thinking a cherry no, pie. I was no, thinking a, but I can't, Go ahead. No, but I, go ahead, Tony. I was thinking a cherry pie when you said you're baking something. Go ahead. Tony, you won a million dollars on you would have been a millionaire. That's exactly what I made. I made cherry pie. Oh, like, I'll bet know, that Peggy, I'll bet that is on Oh, I bet that's unreal. Sorry, I wish oh, I, I bet had, that's unreal. I, I wish I had a drone, and when it got done, I'd send it down to y'all, and you could have it with some vanilla ice cream. Oh, I would put some heavy whipped cream on it, not that fake yeah, stuff that yeah, I eat at night. Well, uh, uh, blueberry's my favorite one, oh. but I just didn't have any. So uh, that's the one I always made at home. But, yeah, I, I had to make a pie because... Uh, you know, I think it was Brian said yesterday, or it might have been the day before, and I hadn't heard it. He said something about Lane Kiffin up here, you know, mm-hmm. hanging around, or he was up in Knoxville. So did y'all see his tweet or whatever he yep. just put out? He was lurking. Old Laney boy was lurking, and apparently Laney's uh, linked to Tamarian McDonald and uh, our defensive end who jumped into the portal. Uh, well, uh, he just, I thought on Twitter, I guess it's Twitter, X or whatever it is. Oh, Lord. I, I mean, when I have to bake a pie, <laughs> I was livid. So apparently this, uh, I guess he's a, is it a, de- a defensive lineman? His initials are TB. Is mm-hmm. it something Tyler Barron. Tyler, Tyler Barron. That's right. Tyler Barron, it says he told he, him him and Joe Milton were doing, mm-hmm. uh, doing a podcast, and he said that he was going to uh, Ole Miss. That's right. I, well, I hadn't seen it, honey, and I was, I couldn't look at it. And I look, I thought, I'm just not even going to worry about this portal stuff. You know, it'll work itself mm-hmm. out. But I thought, now, look, if Saban or, you know, if it's one of the schools or people, yeah, like you said the other day, we kind of were laughing about Dion doing it until he done it to us. Right. Hey, Dion's always been about Dion. He he done that when he was at San Francisco. You know, he played for them and went down there when they played Dallas and danced on the star. Do y'all remember that? No, you're confusing him with another guy that was very a me oh, guy, Terrell, Terrell Owens. You're confusing him with Terrell oh, Owens. Terrell Owens. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought that was Dion, but you know, Dion won a championship with the 49ers and then went and played for yeah. Dallas. Both, you know, both, both so, both uh, yeah, and him so. and Jerry Jones are doing P-Tech commercials together. You know, just disgusting. So, did, look, did Deion Sanders he, play he for the 49ers, Brian? How come I don't remember that? Did he really? Yeah, he did. Sure, yeah. He, he played there, yeah, uh, the year before he went to Dallas, he played there and won a Super Bowl with Good him. memory, Peggy. One of them, they had a playoff game, and one of them danced on the star, and I was thinking it was Deion. That was T.O. Because somebody came and knocked T.O. off of it. And I remember oh, yeah. commenting to Laura. I just remember it. I happening. love this guy. I, I, yes. It's something like Deion a do, though. No <laughs> doubt about it. Deion Sanders one time 
Uh, I saw him make a tackle on the N- in an NFL field. A guy ran into him, and he fell down. Ooh, you talk about right. a no-tackling Sorry. fool, Deion uh, Sanders, Bino. Well, this, 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 uh, I, and I was listening to Feinbaum yesterday, and he had a guy on, uh, you guys might want to, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but they was talking about, this guy apparently is talking about the portal mm-hmm. and how the high schools and the college and, he was, t- what was this guy's name? Mm-hmm. I wrote it down. Hang mm-hmm. on just a mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. 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 Reed. Carl Reed. Okay, Carl he, Reed. Anyway, he was on yesterday, hour mm-hmm. three, and mm-hmm. he, 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 he explained it in a way, I mean, some of it was, you'd enjoy it. You guys might enjoy it, I think, but I wanted to point that out to you, tell you about my pie. And uh, I do not like Lane Kiffin up here. I hope people... You just know where he stayed. What would you What would you put if you were trying to get at Lane Kiffin? Right? What would you stick in his oh cherry my pie? God. What would you put? I know he's probably listening. Like a laxative or something. What would we do to Lane Kiffin? Here, I've got. I want Lane Kiffin. He's right. looking for the fountain of youth, and and Tennessee is like a woman that he cannot get out of his head. I watch. I've I've mm. I got in a Twitter fight with him, ex fight or whatever. You got into a Twitter fight with him? Yeah, back uh, it's over. He, he <laughs> I called into the fine bomb show, and I was making fun of. When he, oh, Lord, anyway, Paul called him, uh, me and Paul was having this discussion, so apparently he must have been listening, so he put out a tweet, and he didn't say nothing about the caller, but he said, callers. (laughs) He said, called Feinbaum a weak, an angry little man. (laughs) Well, Peggy, did he block you on Twitter? What was the uh, end result of that deal? He ain't bought me. He He didn't block you. you. I told him that Tennessee was like a girlfriend and he could not get out of his head. I said, we are that Tennessee girl that he cannot let go of. I think, (laughs) and listen, I think, and Peggy, thank you for the call. I think if Lane Kiffin were called tomorrow and said, hey, they want you at Tennessee, Bino, I think he would get right in his car and he would drive here and excitedly would run out of gas about a 100 miles outside of uh, Knoxville and would crawl on his belly on glass and the rubble on the side of the road, Bino, to get here. I think he would do anything to have his job back here. I think you're probably correct, Tony. And I think he kicks himself every day that he was so immature and he was so lustful of something else. I don't think I don't think he's the kind that would block people on Twitter, Tone. I agree in with my that. Opinion. I agree with that. He's not like a he's Hugh not Freeze. a Hugh Freeze type. Yeah, uh-uh. I, don't, I think he's out, he's on there to have fun. He's not on yeah. there to get into that kind of thing. Yeah, I hate to tell um, Martin Columba that, but I don't think he's one block people on Twitter. Martin Columba, who got blocked by Hugh Freeze and walks around with a stick up his rear end about Hugh Freeze, but Martin Columbo, you are a character of the highest order i want you to know that okay i gotta ask the living listeners when we come back i gotta ask the living listener a question and i and i and i really mean this because mr c brought this up to me last night when he said you guys aren't really doing a doing a post-game show he said tony your your show's going to start at one o'clock in the morning 
you need to develop a position statement on this and manage the expectation. He said, how many people are going to be up listening to that? I can ask Bino and Bri about it and the living listener. When is too late, too late, as we continue after this? This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. It's a memory-making time of year. This is Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt. Many years ago, as a little girl, I remember my mother receiving several packages in the mail. That was odd at our house. It was just a couple of weeks before Christmas. She put them away. I learned later that my dad had won a catalog shopping spree by selling the most cars the previous month. We were five young children and had just moved to Nashville from Illinois. It had been a tough year. About three days before Christmas, my mother started bringing out the toys one at a time. I remember her sheer delight as she presented each one to us. You see, we didn't know what was in the packages, but Mother did, and she couldn't wait to give the toys to us. I know now that the true joy was in the giving. I hope during this holiday season and in the new year that every one of us will experience the true joy of giving whatever we have to give. From our house to yours, I wish you a very merry, merry Christmas and a joy-filled, prosperous New Year. Bring in the New Year, Ruby's Groove at the Mule House in Columbia. Rubik's Groove is your premier outside-of-the-box 80s, 90s, and aughts tribute band. Featuring a high-energy, character-driven performance, you're not going to want to miss this one. Rock, pop, hip-hop, characters, costumes, and videos. For tickets and more information, go to themulehouse.com. That's themulehouse.com. See you on New Year's Eve. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. It's been a most humbling week here as we welcome you back. Caller Peggy earlier in the week trumped me and my panel uh, by evoking a character from the catcher in the rye, and none of us caught it. Bino, you were listening to the show. Did you catch it in real? I bet Bino caught it because Bino's pretty literary. Uh, ab- absolutely not. I, I thought it was like one of Gas Picasso's attorneys. As for you, Mrs. B. <laughs> I, am, uh, I am illiterate. Uh, Laura's a literature major in college. She was texting me, catch on the right, catch on the right, catch on the right. And I was like, I didn't get your text after the after the show. But I read a book about Yogi Berra. Does that count? Back to the phones we go. 865-200-5402. Probably not would be my guess. If you want to get in, here's my dilemma. So last night I was talking bowl games with C, and he said, man, you get the weekend off. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, the game begins at uh tomorrow the the the, the Tennessee NC State game is going to begin about probably 10:30 eastern time he said and tony these games now take 2 hours and 15 minutes which means that game's going to be over at 12:45 which means that you get to go to sleep and i said well, i don't i don't get it he said well don't you have a position statement that you guys if it ends at midnight you don't do your post game and i said no and he said why not sabino you and brian and then i'm asking listeners this 
Should we have a position statement for basketball, which is different than football? You have more basketball games. If a game ends past midnight, that we shouldn't be expected to be on here. Bino, Jeff Henderson, what do you say? Tony, I've been telling you this for years, and you never take my advice. I mean, I've already quit doing it. (laughs) First of all, a post-game show should never be held the day after the game actually started. And a post-game show should never span from one day to the next. You should have the test pattern rule. The test pattern used to come on the television at like 12 o'clock midnight. Uh, nothing. Then you turn your television back on the next morning, and it's back on. Was that uh, color bars, Bino? The color bar thing. I'm. A, I love there the were color. All the test yeah. patterns, Brian. Yep. Brian Hartman, what is your vote on the post game tomorrow night? Which you will not be on, by the way. You've been excused. Well, I keep coming back to football, and. You've been on those things as late as three in the morning. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think even if you did a post game and the game didn't start till 1030, you'd be off before three in the morning. <laughs> how yeah, about, Tony, get in there and get it. How about Brian Hartman with the vote of confidence? <laughs> yeah, for what he's not going to be on. For what he's not going to be on. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Appreciate you letting me off the hook. All right, so I'm going to ask the living listener as you talk today. I would like your thoughts on that. Okay. Among the topics we'll discuss. If if it were a definitely no, if it were a weeknight. Back to the phones we go. If you want to get in the hunting in the mix with us, we'd love to hear from you. Huguenin gave the card like a D minus. How about Huguenin ripping the uh, bowl games this weekend, Bino? surly about it i was surprised yeah it's uh again i think mike's kind of like me you just you you never expected the transfer portal to upset a game like georgia southern and ohio u well you know what's weird about the transfer portal and all this conversation about tennessee's roster and then you've got the schedule reveal and if you were to make a list of things right now Tennessee's bowl game is literally like number 10 right now. You ever think we'd live to see a day like this, Bean? And that is the truth. I mean, that Uh, Iowa game, first of all, they're brutal. Secondly, they're brutal. And thirdly, they're brutal. You know, I remember the bowl game used to be a pretty big deal. Yeah. Even even into the first decade of the – after 2000, I think. Sure. But – I don't know what's. I think just all the. There were only like less than twenty bowls before you had the expansion of. Well, we got to have all. You had, you had all these teams from FCS moving up to FBS. Yep. And that created a lot more bowl games and just made a whole glut of stuff that I think it sort of the top ones sort of lost their luster a little bit. You know what a buddy of mine told so me yesterday, Bino, which uh, and Brian, which you guys will appreciate, and the living listener will as well. He said, you know, I'm going to be down there seeing family in the Orlando area. You can be 90 minutes away. He said, and one of my family members wants to um, wants to go. 
he said, and I said to him, yeah, okay, I'll go with you. He said, and then I got to thinking about it. The Vols are playing the very same day as the national playoff. He said, and I was trying to explain to my wife, I want to beg off this thing now because I don't want to miss the playoff games because we're playing Iowa. He said, I got a 90-minute drive. He said, and I love my Vols. He said, but I don't want to sit there and watch us play Iowa when the national playoffs coming on. In that interest, I mean, think about that for a second, Bino. And then he asked yeah. me, he said, should I buy my tickets in advance? And I said, tickets in advance for that game? I, I, I think, Tony, that ever since the playoff began, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, unless it's a bowl game uh, of the magnitude that you're school is not accustomed to going to I, I think it's pretty much become a uh, a week of the game interest um and now you throw the transfer portal and everything else in there on top of it it's made it even more so i, I think we'll have a lot of talk about tennessee's bowl game leading the week leading up to it and that's probably all we're gonna see back to the phones we go and the iowa i think the fact that it's Iowa has a lot to do with that. I really do. I I just find them to be I find their presence in college football to be just totally off putting. They're a disgrace. I, I said this before Tony and I'll say it again. When you got all of these SEC Big Ten matchups, who in that league would you be excited to play if it's not Michigan, Ohio State or Penn State? Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome oh, in. To our next call, and the answer is nobody. Nobody in this town. Nobody. Hello and welcome in to our next call. How are my friends and compatriots doing today? There he is, right on time. How about me breaking that playoff down with Hughie, W. Lynn, and you were right. It's five teams. Well, I wanted to thank Bino first for mentioning Arizona and that next year they would bump uh, somebody, but... uh, so it's going to be five champions. That's written in stone instead of six next year. Mm-hmm. Five champions. Okay. That's well, too many. Well, Arizona getting in and Liberty would bump 10 and 2 Ole Miss and 10 and 2 Oklahoma if it was next year. Mm-hmm. So that, that is interesting. Uh, as far as the bowl rankings, Tony, in the USA Today, which can't is in today's paper paper. I still get it. We're ranked number two in the most interesting bowls after the Power Six or the Junior Six. What is interesting about our bowl game? Joe freaking Milton. I think it's because of the the contrast in type and style of play for each team, maybe. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of what they say. You know, that's two it's two different styles, but the one that's ranked ahead of us is L S U Wisconsin. You know, how interesting is that? Who did that thing? Somebody named Myron? Some guy named Eddie Tomatus. Eddie Tomato? That sounds like somebody (laughs) Tomato would do. Tim Anus. Tim Anus is how you spell his name. T-I-M-A-N-U-S. That sounds like something Tim Anus would write. (laughs) And what? One he ranked a little low that I'm interested in because I think Louisville is a hoopty in disguise. 
is the Holiday Bowl Louisville Southern Cal. I'm kind of interested in that. I am interested in that. I agree with that. Anytime Southern Cal takes the field, yeah. I'm interested. But, uh, Tony, I, I've come up with a, some stats here. I hope you'll give me a little time. Stretch out your legs, W. Lynn. You're among friends on a Friday. I've heard some people say that they expect us to be in the 12-team playoff every other year. So that's three times in six years. So what I did is I took Phil Steele's magazine, and I took this year's teams, and I went back to 2018. So that's a six-year window of the New Year's Six Bowls, which is pretty close to what the playoff would be. Would you all agree with that? Absolutely, W. Lynn. Right on. Go for it. Yes. So there's only 10 teams out of the 37 that have been in these New Year's Six Bowls in six years. Only 10 have been in there three or more. Who would you guess is number one? Who you got, Ben? Obviously, Alabama. Alabama. No, Georgia's been there six times, Alabama five. Who do you think the next three are? Ohio State's in there and Clemson's in there. And Michigan. Boom. It's the same culprits. Same So there's one, culprits. two, three, four, five in, that have been four or more. Now the teams that have been three times are Notre Dame, Penn State, Florida, which disgusts me, Oklahoma, and Oregon. So that's who we're saying we're going to be up there with them. Which I think is reasonable. What do you guys think? Bino, say what you said off the air regarding the playoff, because it needs to be said on the air. If the the way the playoff is currently is is currently structured, mm-hmm. our very best years that we see here are the years we'll be in the playoffs, and no others. Mm-hmm. And I agree totally because it's going to be like. NCAA basketball, if you don't make it, well, why didn't you make it? And, uh, you know, if you lose in the first round three years in a row, we'll be hearing all that. So, I mean, that's just part of it. I mean, why don't we just go to a 16-team playoff? That's exactly right. A 16-team playoff. group of five have their own playoff, Tony, like you suggested. Well, the group of five getting getting one in a 12-team is an absolute sham. And, I, look, I love uh, Jamie Chadwell to death. And I and I love that level of hope. I'm going to watch the 1AA games tonight. I'm not. Oh, I am, too. I yeah, am I'm not some the- arrogant. I'm not some arrogant. Uh, elitist college football fan, and neither are you, but let's get real. They need their own tournament. They need yeah. to get out of our tournament. They need to give us our spot back because we're going to finish 13th next year, W. Lynn, and one of those and damn hoopties from the, from the Sun Belt's going to go. That's what's going to happen, W. Lynn. And pitchforks in the streets. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I was told they gave a group of five an, a, a spot to avoid a lawsuit. I, I would totally believe that. But uh, well, that, that came down when they expanded the. They had to give the group of five a spot in the New Year's Six bowl games. That's when, that's when they that's expanded the deal. So they, that's right, Brian. When they expanded yeah. the deal. Yep. And we sometimes forget this. This is controlled by the bowl games and the conference commissioners. It's not the NCAA. Yep. As somebody corrected me the other day, the. Uh, the commissioner or the the president of the big of the uh, NCA will not be handing Jim Harbaugh, which I wanted to see, 
he doesn't hand the trophy out. It's one of the. It's whoever the the Boo Corrigan or whoever that is that who administers the, the trophy. Whoever the bowl game, well, it's going to be a, whoever outbids each other for the championship. Yep. That'll be Boo Corrigan, I guess. Boo Corrigan, yep. But, uh, you know, now, now listen to some of the teams that have only been twice. We went once. We yep. went last year. But some of the teams that have been twice, Washington, LSU, Texas, you know, uh, we're right there, Baylor, Utah. I mean, I still think if you finish 10-2 and two in the SEC, you're close, but. Man, Oklahoma and Ole Miss being ten and two and getting bumped by Arizona and Liberty—that's pretty. That's pretty tough. It's pretty under. It's pretty unbelievable to think about how close we are and yet so far away with this deal, the way they have it structured right now. Because that thing with Notre Dame. Artemis is the first one that brought that to my attention of Artemis and Joshy Boy fame. And Bino, if if Notre Dame and a Tennessee or Notre Dame and an LSU or a Notre Dame and an Oklahoma have the same profile, would you tell the living listener who's going in? It's a television show, Tony. You got it. Yeah, that's the truth, W. Lynn. That's the truth right there. They're going in. Notre Dame's going in. Well, yeah, and they've been there three times in six years, so you're right. Yep. If it's, we don't we don't want to be even. If, if we're even, they're leaving us. Yes, you know, sir. Behind. Forget about it. Hey, Brian, uh, throw yeah. in what you said about uh, what you think a reasonable expectation or what you think Tennessee will probably do through this, through a five-year period. I think I believe they can make the playoffs once every five years. I believe every player that comes to Tennessee and stays all four years or five will get at least one playoff appearance. I think they can be expected to go into November with a shot at the playoffs maybe two or three other times in that five-year span. But one to two appearances every five years, two two is definitely the max. And, you know, you're probably looking at one. Well, right now I would agree with that. We just got to hope Hop will have some magic, you know, we hadn't seen yet. But uh, I'm telling you guys, next year, I, I think that NC State game is as important as the at Pittsburgh game we played two years ago. As far as kicking off our season, we have got to win that NC State game. You don't win that game, and your season's in a lot of trouble, W. Lynn. I'd agree with that. And you know what? With the two moves they made yesterday, which is what the portal's about. Yeah. All of a sudden, if I'm them, I'm thinking to myself, hey, Tennessee's breaking in a quarterback. We got a kid that's played, albeit at a lower level, but we got a kid that's played. Uh, that's thrown for 10,000 yards. We just got this Lee guy that they said no to, and it got kind of ugly on Twitter. And, hey, if I'm them, I'm feeling pretty good about that game. Why not? Yeah, and uh, that's that's the – they're 9-3 and three this year, which is a great for them. You know, mm-hmm. they probably give their coach a 10-year extension. Mm-hmm. But uh, that that's a big game next year. But we got to win the Iowa game. To me, it's a big difference going 9-4 and four and 8-5. and five. Yep. I mean, we, we've got to win that game, and uh, ticket start, I heard, at $77, but I'm like you. I'm not sure how hard it'll be to get a ticket. W. Lynn, you're my man. Uh, it ain't going to be $77 outside, outside the gates down there. I can promise you that. And hey, uh, you go ahead, Brian. Tone, uh, 
they they're going to use the Spalding Legacy basketballs for today's practice. Yes, which means that that's probably what they're going to be using tomorrow night yes. against NC State. So, I'm just saying, I think those are the same balls they used against Texas Tech. Back Who's here reporting that they're using the Spalding Legacy that would ball? Be Wes, Wes Rucker. Wessie would know. Caduce to Wessie. And that is exactly right. That is the ball they used last year, and that thing was slicker than slick. Well, let's don't use whatever we used in the second half against that bunch of other night either. What did you think of that display, uh, Bino? I, I just I thought the second half was abysmal, um, you know. But I'm I'm like Brian. I I think we ran out to about a 28 point lead and slept walked. I, I really don't care what we do against Georgia Southern second mm-hmm. half, mm-hmm. as long as we play like we did against Illinois. When you play somebody that can play, that's yep. what I want. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Tone, uh, your boy Auburn QB Robbie Ashford has entered the NCAA transfer portal. Tell you what, maybe he has a similar path as the last guy that went into that portal out of uh, Auburn. You know what's interesting? The most surprising thing, and I'll own this, the most surprising thing to me so far is that Ravano Freeze has had an extremely quiet transfer portal. I find that interesting, Bino. As of a couple days ago, they haven't pulled anybody out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I would have thought that he would kind of be a master of that. Mm-hmm. So that that is interesting. Hey, we look at Hypel so far. Uh, basically, the first year, of course, no shot. Mm-hmm. Second year's team would have made the playoffs. This year's team, we would have probably gone to Missouri, feeling like we had an outside chance to make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The. Uh... Chargers have fired head coach Brandon Staley. Boy, we're going to miss him. That's a guy that uh, parlayed Cordero Patterson into a job on Derek Dooley's staff, and it was smart of Dooley to hire him at the time uh, as like an analyst. And from there, that kid ascended right up the ladder, got him a job, wasted so much talent out there in San Diego and now Los Angeles with horrendous game management. I've never seen a guy disrespect the sport. He is to football, NFL football coaches, what Louisville's basketball team is to college basketball. Well, that guy is a disrespecter of the sport. He didn't have to worry about bad game management last night. They got beat by 49 points. Sean Sticks Larkin, a quarterback last night from On Patrol Live, was a little out of his element. And his team, to say a team quit on a guy, Bino, if you want a definition of quitting on a guy, go on YouTube today or wherever you can find that game and go watch like the first 10 minutes of that game. Because when it's 63 to nothing in an NFL football game, Bino, or 63 to 7, I'd say your team's quit. That uh, that deserved a running clock in the second half. Wow. Jalen Wright is declared for the NFL draft. Bino, do you like do you like Bino that Staley guy in the way he managed football games? Are you for that or against it? Uh, I'm I'm against it, Tony, and obviously ownership was as well. Can you imagine they kept him this long? That guy sucked for years. They really should have fired him after they blew that game to Jacksonville exactly. last year. Exactly. That's probably when they should have fired him. Exactly. 
And a guy well, that's really unfair yeah. to judge the Chargers defensive coordinator too, because two of those were defensive touchdowns. He really only gave up fifty points. <laughs> Back to the phones we go. And I'll tell you one thing about the Raiders. Those Raider fans, that's a frustrated bunch, buddy. I, I turned it on when I saw the score because I like a good train wreck. That's why I watch Louisville. Bino, you really need to uh, – Louisville Pepperdine, I believe it's 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. You need to get on that ESPN Plus and kick that thing on and look at it. Brian, who won the volleyball last night? Nebraska and – I want to assume it was Texas, right, Brian? Do you know? Uh, Nebraska won and Texas, the Texas game ended late. I'll have to go check to see who won it. I was meant to do that and did, forgot about it. So let me, uh, let me see who won Caduce that. to Jalen Wright, by the way. Caduce to Jalen Wright. Uh, one of the better running backs we've seen in recent years here. And he's making the right decision, by the way. He's an NFL player. Uh, really? It is Nebraska. Go ahead, Bino. No, I, I was just going to say he really, really progressed well here. He's yep. good for him. Caduce to him. Nebraska, Nebraska and, and Texas. Texas, after Tennessee let them off the mat, Texas is now playing for the title against Nebraska. Well, that Texas bunch isn't to be trifled with, but Nebraska, they put a lot of money into that. You can tell. And I mean to tell you, Nebraska, Bry, there's not a open seat in the house. And it takes a long time to play one of those volleyball matches. I did not know that's a two-and-a-half to three-hour ordeal. And Sportney Lyle was on the call for like seven hours last night, Bry. Gone. Yeah, Nebraska has um, – they've swept every match so far except one where they won three to one. And they probably are favored. Now, was that not the team that Hang had on. their game in a football stadium back wanna, in August? I want to check our back hall and how many listeners are evacuating right now. Like you just light a beauty. Let's go back to our phones. If we keep got talking, one host about two. Yeah, if we keep talking women's volleyball, it's like Lane. Hello and welcome into our next call. Uh, Tony, don't worry, I'm still here. It's Parker. What's up, Parker? Welcome in, brother. Dude, listen, I, this this whole thing about women in college sports. I mean, to this day, like with Pat Summit, we have the legacy, man. I, I don't legacy. know why Doctor Danny hasn't been on the phone with UConn. To get a game in Neyland Stadium between Lady Vols and Lady Huskies. Would that yeah. not be awesome? Well, it, you wouldn't get the Huskies now. You would get somebody else because the Huskies are like passe. Bry, who would you invite if you were going to play like uh, John Adams' idea, uh, some big classic? I think you would get Caitlin Clark in there. You get four teams. Well, for the you sad get thing, like what's uh, about us? I don't know that you'd invite the Lady Vols <laughs> to be those <laughs> You know, I guess you you could get SEC team. You could get South Carolina LSU in there. Yeah, and get Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark and LSU. Anyway. We would do the opening match against uh, South Carolina and then let Caitlin Clark play LSU in the final. That would be fun to sell that thing on some heat, stadium on like some that. Angel Reese heat. Do you all think that that could be a Neyland, though? Oh, yeah, put it in Neyland Stadium, 100000 I think you could, too, and just call it like the Pat Summit Legacy Tournament. I love that. Like that. That's a great idea. Well, hopefully Dr. Danny listens to the show because I know he has you in his team uh, honor. Tony. He, book, he bookmarks the site. I know that because we, we know the IPs. Nebraska, I'll say this about Nebraska. Did they not draw, Brian, like 95000 to a women's volleyball match this year, or am I imagining that? Yes, that, that happened like back in August. And those people were pumped. 
to quote my and brother keep Steve. Keep in mind, they had no football expectations. I mean, pump. they're all about that volleyball. Pump. Right I mean, they were pump. And by the way, Bino, did you see where uh, they're probably going to take a five-star player, a recruit away from Georgia, whose father played at Nebraska, who looked at Matt Rule and said, hey, you have credibility. I might be able to trust my son to you. I think Matt Rule wins at Nebraska uh, being star long-term. I really do. Uh, I agree, Tony. I think he's a, I think he's a really, really good football coach. Yep. He's a Billy Joel looking dude too. I like that. <laughs> Tony, I, I don't think you're uh, crazy for going on late tomorrow. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think we're a basketball school now. And you're for it. We're pivoting to. How about I, that? I mean, it's, it's how about you got that? great value with your fans, man. How about I, that? Appreciate. But you know, how about that? He says we're a basketball school. I need to do it. We're we're pivoting into being a basketball school now, Bino. Are you going to swallow that? Swallow it, Bino. I think we're uh, pretty much across the board sports school now, and I like that. Well, you know, to his point, the football game just has the bowl game left, and then baseball is still a couple months away. So right now, everybody's looking at basketball. I mean, Tony, Bob Kessling is going to be on the call. He's going to be working as late as that. No, he's gonna he's gonna unpack his headphone and unplug it like twelve twenty five, and Tony Basilio will be cranking it up to like three a.m. That's what's gonna happen. And Brian Hartman is willing to burn Tony Basilio on the funeral pyre of Tennessee basketball, who's never even been to a damn Elite Eight in my lifetime. Well, one, one Elite Eight, Bry. We're gonna burn me up for one Elite Eight, Bry. Thanks, Bry. While Bino sacrificed saved me. And Brian's sacrificing me, Parker. Yeah, well, you know, Brian's just trying to get his pay, I guess. I don't yes, know. he is. Yes, Brian's. Yeah. Well, sorry, I didn't get to – I was busy working the first hour, so yeah. I didn't get to hear about Hughie so it, the, in the college football playoff. Yeah. You're telling me that the group of five champ gets in automatically. They get him bid. Here's what I'm telling right? you. If you start doing the math on the playoff, because me and C were talking about the other night. If you do the math, it's not as open as it looks right now. I'm just talking about next season, okay? Next season, you've got to account for Notre Dame. That's a spot. You've got to account for the group of five. That's a spot. Now you're down to ten. How many league champions are there, Bri, did we come up with that they're acknowledging? Well, you've got the the ACC, the Big 12, the Big 10, and the SEC. That's four. And then group of five. Okay, so the Pac-12 out—they're done. Yeah, the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore. But they, but Oregon State and Washington State has it. They didn't they say they're going to stay together? Yeah, but that's not. Like but they don't get it. Schedule? But they don't. But they don't get a spot, Parker. But here's okay. the issue. Then you start unless doing, they go like twelve and zero. Then you start doing the math. Here's how we did. We did the math, and then you're down to uh, Alabama or Georgia out of this league is going to get a spot. Notre Dame or Ohio State out of that league is going to get a spot. That leaves three spots for everybody else. Now, how depressing is that? Yeah, that's a narrow window. Yeah. It's not a 12-team playoff. It's not what it looks like. Well, I mean, they do automatic bids in the NCAA basketball tournament, but I guess it's different because the field's much bigger. Yeah, when you have 68, you can absorb whatever you want to absorb. I just don't think it's fair or just or any of that to take a group of five team and put them in a 12-team football playoff. You know, it's well, one thing. One? Yeah. 
Go ahead. So I was just going to say, why not just copy what the FCS level does? That, that seems like a good tournament. I, I know it's 16. I don't know who gets into 16. Yeah. I don't know how many conferences are in the FCS level, but why didn't the, the, that FBS level just literally copy what the FCS is doing? It they actually do a 24-team tournament, and their first weekend, their first couple of weekends are just absolute blowout games. Every once in a while, somebody will upset somebody in that deal. But, Brian, that's a 24-team tournament, right? And they have like they the yeah they, the big boys sit for a couple weeks. Yeah, the uh, top eight teams get buys, and then you have the sixteen other teams that play that first weekend eight yeah. games, and it's, only one team that played that first weekend is still alive. That'd be North Dakota State. It's pretty wild, Parker. It really and is. And they're the only team that won the first weekend that won the second weekend. I mean, so I agree with Brian. There is. The illusion of access, which I think is a good thing. The illusion of access is better than what we have now with a 14 playoff. But it is really I, – I was thinking to myself, Tennessee's going to make this thing three out of five years. And now I've come to the conclusion, Bino is, is that if we're fortunate, we're going to get there probably one every five years, if we're fortunate. That's my – that's my. I think you can read on ten, three out of five years. Yes, and you may, could. Maybe it's sometimes the, the you can illusion get that of second bid. Sure, next year you can contend. It's the illusion of that deal. But then so you can contend worried, this year until November. You guys are saying uh, you're worried that a ten and two Tennessee team could get ousted by a twelve and zero Liberty or a twelve and zero App State or, or something. No, 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 like no. no. A twelve and zero Liberty or App State is going to get in automatically because they're a Group of Five team. They go automatically. One of those teams okay. automatically goes. What what I'm worried about is you have a ten and two year here, and Notre Dame has a ten and two. They're jumping ahead of you. You have a ten oh, and yeah. two year here, and an Ohio State has a ten and two. They're jumping ahead of you. You have a ten and two year here, and Alabama has a ten and two. They're jumping ahead of you. You have a ten and two year here. And a USC has a ten and two. Bino, what's going to happen if us and USC are sitting there at ten and two? I mean, I'm just being real. Uh, the Trojan horse is going to come yeah. out there onto the playoff field. So it's going to be it, Tennessee and Penn State, I think. And I haven't had this talk with my any of my family members yet, but that I think we're in a similar boat. I really do. Well, and it's interesting because the precedent's been set by ESPN. I mean, I would call this year's college football playoff the ESPN Invitational. You know, they're gonna they're gonna pick whoever's gonna get the best matchup, and I, I can see that, Tony. Because yeah. hey, we're ten two next year. Uh, Notre Dame's ten two. Well, first round could be Notre Dame and Michigan in Ann Arbor. Well, what's gonna be better for ratings? Hmm, going to Knoxville or Ann Arbor, Michigan or Notre Dame? So I, I, I could I, I see what you're saying. And I appreciate the call, Parker. Here's the other thing. The one thing to consider for Tennessee that might be a plus, and we don't know this yet, but if Nico, I'm never going to leave you, is as dynamic a quarterback as we think he is, that might, I mean, I'm going to argue with myself here for a second, but that might help you get leverage well, into a game. You, know, you, you might be a 9-3 and three team that could get on the radar if he's that good. Tennessee's games draw quite a bit they really do they do i think that's something you're underestimating a little bit no i think that's right if they go 10 and if they go 10 and 2 you can bet that they've had some high number of rated games on that they had some highly rated games from earlier in the year that people watched 
I, I think most, I think against most schools, you're exactly right, Brian. I think, t- but if you talk about the USC's and Notre Dame's uh, of the world, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure you are. The other side of this too, guys, because it is a made-for-TV deal. The other side of this thing is, imagine what Florida fans feel like right now. If you would have told them 10 years ago, we're going to have a 12-team playoff, their assumption would have been, we would be in that thing every single year. A Tennessee fan in the 90s, a 12-team playoff. Oh, yeah. Where are we? What, 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 uh... Where do we sign up? We'd have taken that so quickly back in the nineties that it made your head spin, Bino. They go, yeah, they go four out of every five years back then. No doubt about it. So it's all about kind of where you are in the cycle, and that's why I'm just keeping it real when I say you got to account for Georgia and Alabama, and you have to account for Michigan and Ohio State in those leagues. You just do. I mean, you might not like that. But you have to account for those teams. If you're going to have an honest discussion with yourself about this deal, we're no doubt heading for a TLD logistics overdrive over time. And I'm getting votes from the audience that I need to suck it up buttercup and answer the bell tomorrow night at 3 o'clock in the morning as we continue. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, it's Terry from Tillis Jewelry, your festive gift destination this Christmas. Unwrap the magic with our natural diamond earrings starting at an incredible $99. Yes, you heard it right, $99. Picture the joy of discovering these stunning gems in your stocking. But there's more. Explore our brand new diamond pendants and dazzling stack rings at fantastic prices. Make this season unforgettable with Tillis Jewelry. Come see us on the Columbia Square, where the gift is wrapped with elegance. Tillis Jewelry, making your Christmas sparkle brighter. Happy Holidays. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. 
proudly serving Shell gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE PrimeTech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. We live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM, 101.7 FM. 
Get ready for a shopping experience like no other at Old School Vapor. We carry a huge selection of disposables from Kato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary and Breeze. We've got it all. Enjoy a whopping 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase, 20% off everything else. Plus, discover the largest legal cannabis selection in the state. Along with a variety of Kratom, Kava, and Glass products, check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Join Center of Hope for the annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in downtown Columbia. It all starts at 8 p.m. with the amazing Emerald Empire Band. Food trucks, a beer garden, axe throwing, and a cigar lounge will all be there. Hourly countdowns and toasts will lead up to the Mule Drop at midnight. The Mule Drop is free and family-friendly. Presented by Center of Hope. Sponsored by Experience Murray and Baxter Management. No live mules will be used at this event. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB back with you. Glad you're back. 865-200-5402. It seemed like we never left each other. Don't let it happen again. A TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime is coming your way. It's bowl system. Bowl system. It's bowl season this weekend. It's upon us, ready or not, here it comes. Mike Huguenin wasn't exactly impressed in hour one. I am. I'm looking forward to the uh, Garden Garden State Bowl. What's the first bowl game tomorrow, Bri? It's like an 11 a.m. Eastern time start. What is it, Bri? It's the uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl between Georgia Southern and the mighty, mighty Ohio Bobcats. You couldn't pay me. If that thing was in my backyard, I'd call the police and draw the shades. Hello and welcome into our next uh hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on the air. Hey Tom. There he is. Um Tony, if you go ten and two in the SEC, you're gonna make the playoff. Do the math. I just did the math. I just looked at the standing from this year. You did the math. This, oh yeah, it's Link. If it, we triggered you. Okay. Tony, Tony, Tony. Can I finish my point, or are you going to bring up other stuff? Penn State was 10-2. and two, They were 10th. Ole Miss was 10-2. and two, They were 11th. Oklahoma was 10-2. They were 12th. Oklahoma and Ole Miss play next year, so the one of them would only be 9-3 and three instead of 10-2. Especially once we go to a nine-game schedule, the SEC champion might be 10-2. and two. They're going to cannibalize each other. You're going to have multiple. A ten, the new normal is 9-3 and three is a really good, really, really, really good year moving forward. For even the Georgians and Alabamas of the world. Maybe not for Georgia and Alabama, but you get my point. This new schedule playing Oklahoma and Texas with Oklahoma and Texas on it. Louisville, the only Power 5 teams that had 10 wins that weren't in the top 12 were Louisville. Nobody thinks they're a playoff team. And Iowa, nobody thinks they're a playoff team. So if you go 10-2, and two, you're in. It's going to be the top four SEC teams, the top four Big Ten teams, the three other Power 5, or the two other Power 5 leagues in Liberty, and maybe Notre Dame. And sometimes you'll get five in through the SEC. Sometimes you'll get four. How are you going to get five? Do the math. I mean, you, 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 I, go ahead, Mark. I, I, I hope you're right. 
But if this were truly in the format they're going to play next year, Arizona would have won the Big 12 and would have knocked Ole Miss out. See, but Mark's not accounting for that, Bino. Mark's not accounting for that because it doesn't fit the narrative. doesn't fit the narrative. Texas would have won the Big 12. Doesn't count the narrative. Doesn't doesn't account. Texas won't be in the Big 12 is what I'm saying. The Big 12 next year will get a representative – that I guarantee you is pro- is unlikely to be a top twelve team. In other, re- in other words, Lane Kiffin would have gotten left at home because nobody wants to watch Ole Miss play in a playoff. No offense to him. Then how come they got? Then how come they got a uh, New Year's Six Bowl? New Year's Six Day bowl games. I mean, who cares? That's the throwaway. Because people want to watch and play Penn State. No, who cares? New Year's Day Six Bowl games. We're talking about a playoff spot. That's that's the point here. Well, I'll put you in a New Year's Day six bowl game all day long. These playoff spots, man, there's about three of them. I mean, you got to get real here, man. Tony, your boy Lane. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Your boy Lane Kiffin's never, and I mean ever, going to a playoff from Ole Miss. I, I'm, 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 I'm going to spell it out for you. N E V E R N E V E R. Never. I mean, never, never. It's not for them. What are we betting? What are we betting? Dude, you're out of your mind. Bino, you think they're going to let Ole Miss in a, in a playoff? They better win 11 games, Mark. You seen their schedule next year? They better win 11 games. Mark, they're not winning 11 games. Next. Come on, Mark. Mark, come on. What, is a guy going to walk on the Tennessee River? Come on, Mark. you got to be kidding me. Missouri's going to the playoff next year. What do you think of that, big boy? Because they figured out NIL. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They've got NIL figured out. We don't, obviously. Because we can't land a player out of the four will save our life. They've got NIL nailed. Missouri's going to the playoffs next year. Period. Bino, is this guy doing bits right now? Going to the playoffs next year. Is Mark doing a bit on me? Take that action. No, no. I I think Mark believes what he says. I think he's wrong, but I believe he believes what he says. Wow. Missouri's going to the playoffs next year. Go look at their schedule. Are you doing bits? You're doing bits. Y'all might not like Eli Drinkowitz. Yeah. He's kicking ass and taking names, buddy. Period. Uh, our our guy right now has got me a little concerned. I, the, the, we got some operators in this league, and right now it looks like he ain't one of them. But we'll see. Look, go look at the schedules, Tony. That's why Florida and Arkansas didn't fire their coach because they don't they don't want the new coach to come in and take a bunch of L. Go look at those schedules. I think we're set up pretty good, actually. I don't think we should be any worse than ten two. Look at our schedule. I think we're in the playoffs next year. Mark, how are all these teams? You've got us. You've got Iowa. I mean, Missouri. No, you've got no. Ole Miss. How how is Tennessee and Missouri going to both make a playoff next year, Mark? Because they're both going ten or two. Or Mark, better. you are nutty. The, the math doesn't add up, sweetie. I think that's Tony, great that you're magical. Think. Hey, 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 Bino, Bino. Mark has nineteen teams making the playoffs next year. What is this? The Oprah Winfrey Show? Everybody in the audience gets a car. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Big Ten champs going to be Ohio State or or Michigan. Correct? They'll get two other teams in. Big 12 champs, that's four. Group of five champs, that's five. ACC champs, that's six. There's six other spots. Uh, no. No, there's not. There's five other spots at Notre Dame, which means there's three other spots. You are not doing the maths, sweetheart. Which is okay. No, if you choose Ohio State as a, as a Big Ten champ and as an at-large team, Ohio State's going to win the league. Or if Michigan's you going to win the league, if you they're not, they're not they're not an at-large team. 
I'm for you. I'm for you, not against you. Generally, you're a very good caller, and you're on point. You make a decent point about Tennessee's think- NIL. But that Missouri the team SEC. is not making a freaking national playoff. Yeah, Come on yeah. now. Get real. We'll get three teams in every year. They're, SEC. They're staring at 11 and 1, buddy. What? They're staring at 11 and 1. Staring at 11 and 1? Are you hitting the pipe? What are you talking about? Go look at their schedule. They're scared staring at 11. They haven't stared at 11 and 1 in their lifetime. What is this guy? What in the world? Here's their, here's, their, here's their schedule. Let me give it to you. No! Ready? You have got Murray, to be kidding me. Murray, they're only, Tony, listen to their SEC schedule. Dude, you just came on here with a straight face and said, Missouri, st- I'm going to play the bongo. 11 and 1. I'm going to play the bongos on you. Stay right there. We'll, we'll continue this for Come some on. reason over at TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. Give me a little, uh, give me a little bit of him, Bri. Go ahead. Come on, Tony. Come on. To the radio no, listener. I want to hear Missouri's schedule. I yeah, better want yeah, to hear that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. Eleven and one. Have a great weekend. See you after the basketball game tomorrow night. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.